Mama says that alligators are ornery because they got all them teeth but no toothbrush. Once again, things that could have been brought to my attention yesterday! So I was driving to work today. Some bozo in a Cadillac cuts me off, so I followed him. When he got out of his car, I run up behind this guy and I start bashing his brains in with his bat. Did you ever see the Untouchables? I was De Niro. Hello and welcome to... What is this podcast called again? Uh, uh, <laughs> Little Marty. The only podcast that I'm aware of dedicated to covering the works of... Martin Scorsese and Adam Sandelair. My name is Eric Halloween. And my name is Jeremy the Butcher. It's a little bit of a crossover quote, Jeremy. You know, he's talking about De Niro. He's talking mm. about the untouchables. Mm-hmm. This is, of course, the, co- the quote from uh, Regis Philbin in, in Little Nicky, which <laughs> great is the movie we're talking great about. Great cameo. Today. Yeah. Uh, Little Nicky. Wow, what a movie! This is uh, we're this is the two thousand. We're into the two thousands now, Eric. Um, which is a crazy time. We got to the two thousands with uh, Adam way before we got to the two thousands with Marty. Yes, it's gonna be a while for old Marty, and yeah, that is kind of crazy. Kind of crazy, actually, because. Doesn't Ad- Sandler have more movies? <laughs> I can't remember what we what we figured out. I, at, at some point, we're gonna be we're gonna be sort of like finishing off a filmography from one of these guys yeah. for a little while. I don't um, know. Yeah, interesting. Yeah. I, I know we counted it out at one point. And I think it makes kind of logistical sense, but you know, I don't know. I'm open to uh, finishing this little Marty podcast off strong. With just ending with one of the two of them, you know, like having yes. to do like a bunch of Adam Sandler's in a row or a bunch of Scorsese's. That's a good point. Yeah, I actually don't when know. You, it, it's only a bummer when you like pick a third director who you think is bad and just watch <laughs> yeah. all their movies as a joke. Yeah. And then you're you're stuck watching six Paul W.S. Anderson movies in a row. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man, that was a dark month. Yeah, that wasn't good. That that was a that was where, where you like dread coming to the podcast every week. You're like, oh god. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um. Anyway, what 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 did we do? The little the three mus three musketeers Pompey <laughs> oh. challenge. Yeah. Um. Yeah. That was go back and oh, that was sucked. I, I was gonna <laughs> say go back and listen to that. Yeah. You don't don't do that. Dude, that, um, that, that anyway. just sucked. It was it was horrible. Although I will say, Three Musketeers, I enjoyed way more than Pompeii. Yeah, um, can't say I enjoyed either of them. Uh, but Jeremy, you know what I have been enjoying? Mm-hmm. I've been enjoying all the fun stuff we're doing over on the Patreon. And uh, you know what I'm talking about. It's patreon.com slash Eric and Jeremy. What the heck have we been doing over there? Well, lots of stuff, my dear boy. We have been covering, of course, our summer month of horror. 
that sort of plateaued with the Piranha films. Then we just kept doing Piranha films for some reason. So we did Piranha, Piranha 2, and then, of course, this week is Piranha 3D, a movie Mm -hmm. that is a movie, and we are going to discuss it. (laughs) We sure will. Um, yes, and we are, you know, we do all sorts of fun stuff. Actually, I, my favorite month that we do on the podcast is this, and this is different than in real life. In our Patreon podcast, we have a, a 12th month, and it's called October, and it goes between September and November. Mm-hmm. And what we do is in celebration of the spooky holiday, Halloween, which is, of course, October October 31st, we cover horror movies, and this month, Jeremy, unless, correct me if I'm wrong, I believe we have committed to doing witch month. We're going to do movies (laughs) about witches. Yeah. And I know that there are at least two of them. Yeah, there's more than one witch movie, for sure. Yeah. For absolute sure. Yes. And, you know, we're not doing any of this, you know, dorky Harry Potter nonsense. We're 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 talking specifically I want to do that movie. Is it just called Witches or the uh, Oh yeah. There's there's yeah. there's two movies now I think called just the, the one Witches. with Angelica Houston. Yeah, based on the Raoul Dahl uh, uh story Witches. But then there's also uh The Witches of Eastwick, which would be a great great witch mm-hmm. movie with uh all-star mm-hmm. cast Cher, Jack Nicholson, Michelle Pfeiffer, Susan Sarandon. Yes. And uh, I forget that Jack Nicholson plays a witch in that movie. <laughs> he actually plays the devil, and it's uh, amazing. <laughs> yeah. Amazing performance by old Jack. You know, Jack. that's a movie that freaked me out when I was a kid, Witches it of Eastwick. It will I'm kinda... freak you out again. It okay. will freak you out Good. again. I watched it recently, and it's it's great. I uh, can't wait to talk about that. Um, well, we can also do the Vivitch, of course. Yeah, we might have to do the Vivitch. Yeah, the Vivitch, um, definitely. Uh, I also want to watch that Gretzel, uh, Gretel and Hansel movie. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Is oh. it, wait, is that... Uh, that's not Shyamalan, is it? No, no it's of, not. Uh, Ma. No, it, it's not. Uh, but uh, it's... I don't know. I heard it's pretty good. Also, The Craft. Ah, Yes. Also, okay, we got a lot of Suspiria. Witch <laughs> mm. There's a lot of witch movies. Blair Witch Project, lots of witch movies out there. Wow. Hedwig wow. and the Angry Witch. <laughs> Just kidding. That's not the um, name of that movie. Yeah, I don't know what that is. Hedwig and the Angry Inch. Never mind. Okay, see ya. Goodbye. Anyway, and then uh, we also, not to, not to harp on the old uh, Patreon for too long, but we are, you know, get in there soon. Sign up. $5 a month for all these... Uh, bonus episodes as well as our back catalog of bonus episodes you get it all right away um we will be doing monkey bone vember what does that mean you ask <laughs> we're watching monkey bone multiple times in november we're gonna do an episode on monkey bone over and over until the month is done um it's gonna be an event mm. mm-hmm there's good people afterwards are going to have like there you will be seeing bumper stickers and uh pins around that say I survived monkey bone vember 
2021. Yeah. And I don't know who's going to be selling those because definitely won't be us, but somebody will be. <laughs> yeah, probably Brian. Yeah. You know what's you know what's sad is I I have thought of merch ideas for this podcast, but there's absolutely no way it would pay off for us to do t-shirts. I know that a couple of listeners would probably want a t-shirt or something. Sure. I I I maybe I should look into this. What is like the amount of t-shirts I would have to get? In order, in order to, uh, in order to break even, the thing is, I'm willing to put in some work as long as I don't lose money. <laughs> I, uh, I don't know. That's a very good question. Honestly, I really want just a T-shirt of our logo because I think it's funny. Yeah, just I little would, Marty. I would wear that. I would wear that a lot. And not like a solid color T-shirt, but like. Uh, like the whole shirt is like a pattern of the logo. You know what I mean? So it's like a really loud shirt. Right. Really busy. It's there's It's got a lot of blue in it because it's, you know, uh, Sandler's coat is blue and there's like the sky behind him. Yeah. Also, the twin towers are in the background of the little <laughs> Nikki. Are they really? Yeah. Wow. I think those are the twin towers. That's kind of crazy. Yeah. That is crazy, actually, because yeah, this was two thousand. I know this is right, right there at the last, the last moments. So let's see here. I, I'm curious. I'm always curious about the exact release date, especially, especially for these Sandler movies, because like, generally, a lot of like really stu- really, really stupid comedies come out in like February, or something. But it looks like this movie, and I guess this makes well. Doesn't make that much sense, but it did came. It came out November tenth. Mm. I guess it would have made more sense if it was like before Halloween or something. But yeah, so this movie, I guess, so Sandler's kind of riding the success of Big Daddy, right? And what I love about Little Nicky, and I do think this is like the most insane, <laughs> like yeah, <laughs> pivot. In the world, like it's like he not only goes back to the silly, like the ultra silly stuff, but he just takes it to a whole new level of stupidity. Um, Is he kind of like we get the wedding? We get these silly Sandler movies in the beginning, and all of a sudden he's doing the wedding singer, and it's like, oh, this is like a family movie. Like the parents can watch this Mm -hmm. and appreciate it. Yeah. Big Daddy, similar thing, you know, mm. similar, similar thing. And then this, you know, around Thanksgiving time. Oh, it's the new Adam Sandler movie. Everyone, let's let's go to the theaters and see the new Adam Sandler. We liked Big Daddy and the Wedding Singer, and it's Little Nicky. Yeah, <laughs> it's a movie about like the devil's son. Yeah, who is like an idiot bumbling around New York City. Yeah, pretty good. I mean, I don't know. Anyway, what, Jeremy, what's your history with Little Nicky? Have you seen this one before? Yeah, it's it's been a very long time, though. I mean, like, le- yeah, and I may never have even seen the whole thing. I know that I saw it, like, it was it aired a lot on, like, um, what's it called? Like, uh, uh, Comedy Central back in the day. Um, and, uh, yeah, I definitely watched it a lot 
on Comedy Central or on like different like HBOs or Showtime. But like I again, this is one where like it it I I don't want to say like Sandler jumped the shark, but like to your point, like this is like on another level stupid. And this movie didn't do well at all. This movie was like kind of the beginning of his slight downfall like this movie dips in the box office by about 20 million dollars which is pretty crazy to think about um but yeah like it's it's got this all-star cast it's like everybody is going all in on adam sandler at this point i think big daddy was like so successful that people were like so hyped on him and then yeah he kind of goes back to the well of um what's it what's it uh the water boy with this with this uh this character who's like pretty dumb maybe has some like mentally challenged issues and then there's like a very super convoluted story it's super edgy it's like got a lot of like gross out humor um but there's something about it that i really really liked especially this time around which is like it's very epic which is kind of a cool thing for (laughs) sandler (laughs) yeah there's all this like there's all these effects and like this yeah. whole, I mean, they really go all out with this whole world and hell and everything. It's right. It's a, a lot of energy went into what is a very stupid. And I say that, uh, lovingly, you know, <laughs> uh, lovingly, a very stupid movie. Mm. Surprised to find out Jeremy that Roger Ebert at this point in Sandler's career said that little Nicky is the best Sandler movie to date. Ooh. And he said Nikki's character is intriguing while at the same time he lamented Sandler's lack of finesse and vocal quirks. I I think that this is like again, and I think uh uh I've said this, I forget what episode I said this on before, but like Sandler kind of gets this rap of being like a guy who just does the same thing over and over. Right. And I really do think that like this little little Nikki performance is like so different than anything else he's done. And it's I think people like sort of just dismiss the uh craft of acting mm-hmm. uh when a movie is this silly. Yeah. You know what I mean? For sure. I agree. I I I do agree uh, to some extent. I do think this character is very similar to the Waterboy, but but definitely he's using a different vocal inflection. You know what I mean? Like it's definitely not the same voice as Bobby Boucher, but it's the same type of thing where it's just like this, this stunted adult man, child character. I think that's probably, if I'm being honest, that is what people are maybe when they're, that's probably what people are thinking about is when they're saying that he plays the same types of characters. I think they're talking about like he plays man children in almost every movie up to this point. So like even in the wedding singer, it's about a guy who has this dream of being a rock star, but can't really give it up. You know, um, uh, happy Gilmore, same thing. Obviously Billy Madison, the whole movie is about being a man child, um, water boy. Yeah. They're all kind of about, similar premises uh and the character of course in this is just like stupid dumb guy as opposed to like snarky cool guy 
from like Happy Gilmore yeah. or, or Billy Madison. But I, you know, again, like this is a different take on that. It's a different kind of character. And I, I don't think, I mean, we know to, at least we know in 2021, Sandler has incredible range. Like he's not, right. he's not just a, uh, you know, the, the, the critics who thought that were, were wrong, but I can see why they think that up until this point. Cause it's, it's a lot of, he's either doing, a grounded sort of serious guy or he's doing a completely cartoony weird guy, you know, not unlike Jim Carrey. Jim Carrey was very similarly <laughs> thought of, I think at this time as being like, you know, he's either liar, liar, or he's doing like the mask, you know? Right. Yeah. Little Nicky is basically Bobby Boucher. If Bobby Boucher listened to taking back Sunday. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And has that hair. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's good stuff. Uh, so let's get into a little bit of the background uh, of this. And there's not a whole lot, but let's see here. Oh, actually, worth noting uh, who the um, director is. It, it, it's once again, once again a Stephen Brill joint, mm. who also co-wrote with uh, Tim Hurley. And Sandler. Stephen Brill, up until now, has directed... Well, he directed Heavyweights, Mighty Ducks. Mm-hmm. Uh, he works with he's works with Sandler a lot. He did the... Um, one of Sandler's... Uh, his 2018 special. Uh, let's see here. That's a good special. I, I just want to see what... Okay, so he has not directed any Sandler's yet before Little Nicky. Interesting. I thought his name had come up before for some reason. Hmm. Um, but he, he directs Sandy Wexler, Mr. Deeds, Hubie Halloween. Oh, there there it is. That's yeah. how I know that. Name. I, I like uh, Sandy uh, Wexler, by the way. Never seen it. It's one of the ones I'm looking forward to, though. Yeah, you should. It's I think it's I think it's a good movie, and it's kind of fun, and I think we're going to have a fun watching that movie. You know what else is fun, Jeremy? Hmm. Dogs. Did you know that Adam Sandler's real-life dog named Meatball is the son of the dog that played Mr. Beefy in this movie? (laughs) Meatball was Sandler's best man at his wedding. (laughs) (laughs) Man, imagine going to Adam Sandler's wedding. That sounds radical. Imagine the speeches. Oh, dude. Yeah. Imagine how many times people were like, I wish Chris Farley could have seen this. Probably a lot. Now, here's a clip that I would like to see, and maybe this is probably on YouTube somewhere. When John Lovitz was on the celebrity edition of Who Wants to Be a Millionaire in 1999, or in 2000, he promoted this movie and mentioned some of his co-stars. Interestingly, host Regis Philbin as an uncredited cameo. I just love the idea of John Lovitz being on <laughs> Who Wants to Be a Millionaire. <laughs> yeah, that sounds pretty crazy. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Oh, weird. This is the fourth Sandler film to have a love interest whose initials are VV. Valerie Vaughn, Vic, uh, Veronica Vaughn, or Valerie Varon, mm-hmm. Virginia Venet, and Vicky Valencourt. Wow. <laughs> there are some real Sandler psychos out there who mm-hmm. who, who managed to figure that out and but took the time to put that in IMDb. Sandler has that thing though. He like he he, yeah. he has a continuity within all of his movies. Like 
all of the names, I believe, of all of his um, characters ended with Y or the Y sound. So like Nikki, Billy, Happy, you know, Barry, Hubie, yeah. Um, Dana Carvey broke his ankle while filming uh, with the Harlem Globetrotters. Wow. Yeah. Uh, Sandler's uh, Sandler's wife Jackie plays redheaded and Angel Jenna. Um, you know I'm gonna keep an eye out for her. I wonder if she's in a lot of these. I think she similar is. to Scorsese's, uh, you know, parents. Um, okay, now we're getting down to, like, the very questionable trivia. Uh, Quentin Tarantino cameoed as the blind deacon. Do you, did you recognize him in this? I didn't recognize him, (laughs) but, yeah, I, I, uh, I knew he was in this movie because there's a, uh, there's, like, a pretty famous story. I think we talked about it on the Punch Drunk Love episode, where Paul Thomas Anderson like visited the set of uh. Little Nicky to ask Sandler <laughs> if he would do. I don't know if he asked him already if he would do Punch uh, Punch Drunk, but he like wanted to meet him. And uh, Tarantino had already planned to ask Sandler to do Inglorious Bastards at that point, and saw Paul Thomas Anderson walk on set and like apparently approached him and was like what the hell are you doing here? <laughs> he was just like, like uh, getting kind of like upset because he, he knew Paul was going to ask him to do a movie and he wanted to ask him to do a movie first. So, mm, got it. Um, you know, we don't do this very often, Jeremy, but I, I want to take a, a, a little detail into the goofs section on IMDb just okay. to see what's in here. Uh, and we don't have to stay here too long, but, when little Nikki exits Grand Central Terminal and spooks the street preacher, the traffic on the street disappears and reappears. Okay, that's continuity error. Not necessarily a goof. That's a goof. <laughs> uh, when the mob is chasing little Nikki, his parting changes briefly from his left side to. Okay, so now they're critiquing the shape, form of his hair. Yeah, it's basically. All right, just the people that write these goofs in IMDb trivia are uh, psychotic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, true, true <laughs> joyless psychos. They all. Here's the thing: is like I've read those goofs before, and they're never really that interesting. Mm-hmm. And they always just sort of like suck the fun out of right the thing. Like they're never, they never seem like they're written to like be. In, in like a loving way like they're always they always just seem negative you know oh yeah it's like why do you gotta like poke holes and things yeah why you do you gotta yuck my yum you know yeah my yum <laughs> uh <laughs> so let's dive into the old plot uh and it's a wild one with his 10,000 year reign coming to an end after torturing Adolf Hitler <laughs> By shoving a pineapple up his anus, Satan must decide which of his three sons will succeed him as ruler of hell. So that's an interesting way, way to start <laughs> start yeah. to a movie. Yeah, uh, <clears throat> I'm trying to remember what because there's so much great like it's like basically like the '90s version of butt rock. In this movie, oh music, yeah. And I'm trying to remember which song. Pod really baby, kicks it. 
Is it School of Hard Knocks or yeah, something? School of Hard Knocks, I think, is the credits song, maybe. Um, but yeah. yeah, there's like it's got a great, it's got a great like quote unquote great soundtrack. You know what I mean? Like where it's like, oh yeah, uh, it's fun. It's fun for that era. I owned the CD. My favorite. What do you get? What do you think is my most played track on that CD? On which CD? The Little Nicky soundtrack. Well, what is it? Uh, I believe the band is Filter. That song, Awake on My Airplane. You know? Oh, yeah. When he's, it's when Nikki is in, uh, he goes to heaven. And it's there's like an acoustic guitar. And it's like, I feel like a newborn. Anyway. Love it. Adrian is the most uh, devious. Cassius is the cruelest. And Nikki is the kindest. Adrian and Cassius claim that Nikki's mother is a goat and torment him by controlling his body with their minds. Nikki has has had a speech impediment and a disfigured jaw since Cassius hit him in the face with a shovel. <laughs> Satan assembles his sons to tell them they are not yet ready to succeed him as he will continue ruling hell. So... I am just realizing this now as I'm reading this. Is I like in no, and I guess it is just because it's a silly comedy. At no point am I like questioning anything. I'm just like along. I'm like, okay, this is like so crazy that whatever, whatever you're serving me, I'll I'll take it. Yeah, I mean, you're not. You really shouldn't be questioning (laughs) anything. You know, it's like. It, it it it's not that kind of movie, you know what I mean? It's like yeah, it's pretty clear right from the get go what it is, and and that might be the most charming thing about Sandler. Period is that you know his uh he his movies know what they are right away. Oh yeah. Uh, angered by this decision, Adrian and Cassius travel to Earth to create a new hell by possessing religious and political leaders in New York City. Uh, As they leave, they freeze the entrance to hell, preventing more evil souls from entering and causing Satan to begin to disintegrate. Uh, To stop Adrian and Cassius, he sends Nikki to Earth with a silver flask that traps whoever drinks from from it inside. Uh, Yeah, what do you think of... So we're seeing a lot of Scorsese's New York. What do you think of <laughs> Stephen Brill's New York? <laughs> it's way happier. It's way sunnier. You know. Yeah. It's it's like a lot. Yeah. It's a lot more. Um, I don't know. Sandlerified. You know. There's no. It's it's this isn't supposed to be a gritty movie. You know what I mean? It's like uh, it's got like this idyllic like non-New York. New York style to it. Yeah, I um here's a question for you. Mhm. What do you like better generally? Movies set in LA or movies set in New York? Uh generally New York, but uh d- definitely enjoy a LA movie now that I live in LA. Uh mm. I-, I didn't care at all before I moved to LA. 
but once I moved to LA, um, now I really enjoy seeing places that I go to, especially if I'm I'm watching like an LA movie from like the seventies and you see exactly like how different, you know, LA used to be, but like still the same. Yeah. Like place, you know, it's cool. That's the, I don't know how well you can hear that. That's the um, filter song. Oh, nice. (laughs) Perfect, perfect. Uh, Nikki, that's my ringtone. Mm -hmm. Nikki has difficulty surviving on Earth, and he is killed several times, uh, landing in hell and returning to New York each time. Uh, While learning how to eat and sleep, he meets a possessed talking bulldog named Mr. Beefy Mm -hmm. rents an apartment with an actor named Todd (laughs) and falls in love with a design student named Valerie. Weirdly enough, this is probably the most grounded Alan Covert character (laughs) we're going to get. Yeah. Until grandma's boy where he's, I'd say pretty, Oh yeah. Pretty grounded in that dude. Uh, did, uh, men in black come out before this movie? I, it must have, yeah. Yeah, because the talking so. dog thing really reminded me of uh, Men in Black. Ah, uh, yes. Big fan of Mr. Beefy. Oh, voiced by Robert Smigel. Oh, of course. Yeah, who also voices another dog. Very famous dog. Yeah. Airbud. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Nikki encounters Adrian, but fails to capture him and scares Valerie away. Uh, Nikki then, I believe he says he likes her heart-shaped hiney or something like that Mm -hmm. is what uh, Adrian makes him say. Uh, Also, Adrian has this like weird quirk. So I watched this movie when I was, I mean, like right when it came out on VHS, I think. I was probably 12. And I didn't like know anything about alcohol really. And for some reason, because, like, this Adrian character is so into schnapps, Hmm. I had, like, thought, I had this impression in my mind that, like, schnapps was a thing that people liked, that, like, it was a big thing. Literally don't know anyone who ever drinks schnapps. Right, yeah. No, schnapps is, like, a liqueur, right? So it's not even, like, good. Yeah, I mean, it's, like... Yeah, it's like a liqueur, I guess, where it's got like, you know, it's got like the amount, close to the amount of, uh, you know, liquor or alcohol is like a hard alcohol. Yeah, it's got like almost no alcohol. Liquor, but it's like got a bunch of like flavor uh, in it. Right. I don't know. Yeah. I party. (laughs) Uh, Nikki then observes Cassius on television Possessing the referee of a Harlem Globetrotters game. Um, yeah, this might be one of my favorite scenes. I, re- I really like this. Carve as the as the referee is uh, top notch. Definitely worth breaking that ankle. Oh yeah, this performance. Um, Nikki arrives at the game and successfully tricks Cassius into the flask. Satanist metalheads John. And Peter, uh, swear loyalty to Nikki. So John and Peter are a very funny duo. Uh, yeah, it's a good time. Yeah, 
They that evening, Nikki apologizes to Valerie, and they reconcile. But before that, John, Peter, and uh, you know Todd, and Mister Beefy, and uh, the Sandman, they eat cake. Find out there's weed in it. Oh yeah, classic, classic trope. weed mix-up. Yeah, yeah. Um, which is so funny. Anyway, like with all the fantasy shit you have going on in this movie, like why is that the <laughs> one of the tropes they use is like we're gonna have weed together? Yeah, I don't know. It's pretty funny. It's it's we're gonna like look back on movies and like. Yeah, I guess even now it's like why it's it's for some reason like that was like a huge plot device or like comedy device in movies for a while was like the weed scene, like someone accidentally eats weed or something. Right. Yeah. Uh anyway, the following day Adrian possesses the ch- uh chief of the NYPD, Michael McKean, and accuses Nikki of mass murder. Uh, Nikki has Todd kill him so he can go back to hell and ask his father for advice. But Satan has trouble hearing because his ears have fallen off. And his assistants are panicking because the deadline to capture Adrian and Cassius is approaching. Back on Earth, Nikki and his friends devise a plan to capture Adrian in a subway station. But Adrian discovers their trick and in the ensuing flight grabs Valerie and dives onto the track as a train approaches. But Nikki throws her aside, leaving himself and Adrian to be killed by the train. Um, Jeremy, if you saw me down in a <laughs> subway track and you could hear that car coming, mm, I mean, you could mm-hmm. feel it vibrating. You, may, you might even see the headlights coming. Yeah. Would you come down there and help me out? I would... Jump down there, <clears throat> take your wallet, and then jump back onto the platform, leaving you to die. <laughs> okay. Well, well all right. <laughs> uh, anyway, I'm looking for a new co-host. If anyone here likes Adam Sandler and uh, Martin Scorsese. You know, one time when I was uh, I was in London for, for, for a job, and we were uh, we went out one night, and we were on the way back. It was like late in the evening, probably like 2 a.m. or something. And we're waiting at the sort of like the final station to get on the tube. Mm. Is what they say over there, the tube. And uh, I'm standing there, and there's this woman, very inebriated, just like stone drunk, sleeping, standing up, <gasps> like on the edge of the platform and straight up like swaying back and forth and like fully sleeping standing up Whoa. and like very close to falling in and this man like everyone was there were like other people around and we were all kind of looking at each other like okay someone should probably do something right and eventually this guy taps her on the shoulder and she wakes up and just like screams at him what? Just starts screaming at him, so he backs away, and then she just went and like continued sleeping, standing up, and like swaying, like barely able to stand up next to uh, a train track. What the heck? <laughs> <laughs> it was really weird. 
but there was like this cycle. weird moment where like everyone was like, well, all right. Yeah. Like, no one wanted to get screamed at. Like we all wanted yeah. her to like be safe, we but you also to be alive she's... still. But yeah, what are we to so, do? Yeah, that's anyway. that weird. Yeah, that's London for you. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's London, isn't it? Yeah, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna do it. <laughs> I've tried. I tried. Uh, I've tried British accents before. Yeah, don't work very no, well. No good. I can't do any accents. That was the one thing I didn't like about doing improv is like I would get <laughs> cornered into like having to be bad at an accent. Oh yeah. That's the good stuff. In front right of people. There. That's the good stuff. Uh anyway. <laughs> Arriving in hell just minutes before midnight, Adrian begins talking or taking over hell by pushing what remains of his father aside and sitting on the throne, rising to Central Park and starting a righteous party. Meanwhile, Nikki waves, uh, wakes up in heaven as a reward for sacrificing himself and meets his mother, Holly, Reese Witherspoon, an angel who tells him that he can defeat Adrian with the inner light that he inherited from her. What do you think of that? Reese Witherspoon. I know. She's great, too, man. I like I like Reese Witherspoon. I don't know why I like her so much, but she's great. Maybe she's just very charismatic, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. I can't. I just looked up to see when Legally Blonde came out, and it's after this. It's 2001. Yeah. Which is interesting to me, because I remember when I saw this movie, I was like, oh, that's Reese Witherspoon. Like, I, I had known of her before that. Um, yeah, like what was the yeah. first thing she was in? Let's figure it out. I know we've got some Reese Witherspoon uh, experts out there, probably. Yeah, probably screaming the name of the movie at us. But yeah. you know what? Can't hear you. Like home fries. <laughs> I don't know. That's probably home what. fries. Yeah, I thought home fries was um. Drew Barrymore. No, it is. <laughs> is that the one where she like lives in a Walmart? Uh, no, I don't think so. But maybe. <laughs> but also, no idea. <laughs> All right, this is taking a while. Char- she was in Charlie's Angels in two thousand. Reese Witherspoon. Reese. Oh, you know what? I just looked up Drew. Barrymore. I was gonna say. <laughs> That's uh, that's very funny. Uh, they're nothing alike right. either, really. Okay. Incredible how long this is taking me to figure out. But at this point, fully committed to... To finding it. <laughs> okay, actress. 62 credits. 2001 is Legally Blonde. 2000 is Little Nicky. She's in American Psycho. Oh she yeah. She's in Cruel oh, Intentions, yeah. Pleasantville. Um Oh yeah. Cruel Intentions. Yeah, she isn't really I guess maybe Cruel Intentions was like the big one. I yeah, I mean that's a huge one. That's that's the yeah, the makeout scene, the very famous MTV makeout scene. Ah. Um yeah, okay. Well, that was a weird weird uh little little side Detour. adventure for yeah. you. Uh anyway, 
After she gives him a mysterious orb, he confronts Adrian in Central Park where he covers Henley, Henry Winkler in bees. Uh, Adrian appears to win the battle by transforming into a bat and locking Nikki in the flask. However, Nikki escapes from the flask and shatters the orb, causing Ozzy Osbourne to appear, bite Adrian's head off, and spit it into the flask. Yeah, this is <laughs> It just goes off the rails. And it's also like, I feel like we got a little bit of this in, in The Wedding Singer and um, a little, oh, I'm sorry, actually Happy Gilmore is maybe the first example of this. But then definitely in The Wedding Singer, definitely in, in, um, in uh, well, the idea, I guess I'm trying to get at his cameos, right? Like Sandler yeah. loves his cameos. He goes cameo crazy. And uh, this movie is like a lot of cameos show up. And it's like people playing themselves, you know, like Billy Idol in, uh, in Wedding Singer plays himself, you know, um, who's Bob Barker plays himself in uh, Happy Gilmore. And this is like Ozzy Osbourne kind of playing himself. You know what I mean? Like, it's just like, he just like loves cameos. Um, and a lot of his movies yeah. reflect how much he loves cameos. Al Pacino and Jack and Jill famously, you know? So it's, um, yeah, it's like, uh, it's a thing that you see a lot of. And honestly, I don't think I love the cameos in the Adam Sandler movies as much as like maybe Adam Sandler does. Like, I think he, some, yeah. I think sometimes they're very funny, but then sometimes I think he just gets way too in the weeds with the cameo. Like he he it it just it, there's no jokes sometimes there. It's just a cameo for the sake of a cameo, you know. Right. Um by the way, we are on cameo for 40 <laughs> cents. You can <laughs> Jeremy and I will read an entire novel aloud. Yeah. We'll literally do anything. <laughs> yeah for 40 cents 40 cents <laughs> yeah and that's for both of us um which doesn't make sense because i have one of us has to fly out to see the other yeah with the exactly other. uh with his brothers captured nikki prepares to save his father after he recovers uh recovers winkler and bees to make sure he goes to hell he and valerie express their love for each other and she kills him in hell, Satan regains his body and suggests Nikki stay with Valerie. Uh, one year later, Nikki and Valerie live in New York with their infant son who has denom- demonic powers. John and Peter die in a plane crash and end up happily in hell as honored residents who have been given Nikki's old bedroom to party in. And that's that's the movie, I suppose. Yeah. That is, uh, that is little Nikki. Jeremy, what do you think? Uh love it. It's a lot of fun, man. It's a lot it's, it's a good time. Um, you know, uh <laughs> pretty crazy. Pretty uh like I think we're going to see you know, I, I there's there, What's my what's my take here? There's there's less of these Adam Sandler movies than we think there are. You, you know what I mean? Like, there's less yeah. of these, like, yeah, yeah, fully yeah. crazy um, Sandler movies oh, yeah. than I think people people think. Like, people, I think, sometimes will equate Sandler with this kind of a film or a Waterboy when really 
that's a little more on the rare side. He's mostly playing regular folks like Mr. Deeds or anger management or something, you know, but, um, but yeah, so I, I kind of am charmed by how bonkers and batshit this movie is. So yeah, I like it. Um, I don't, yeah, I don't think this is one of my all timers is definitely not one of my favorites, but it's definitely, you know, it's definitely like, I will watch this movie again and again and again as, as the years go by. Um, uh, I think my problem with it is like, yeah, again, just like too much going on, too many actors, too, too much, uh, too much, too many like ideas and cameos and stuff to like really fully be that funny. Like, I don't know, Eric, I'm interested to know what you thought, but like, I wasn't like laughing out loud (laughs) a ton during this movie. I was laughing more at how odd, like, the audacity of a lot of things that happen in it. But I don't find like the Sandler brand of comedy, the just the pure shock value Sandler stuff to be as good as like the, I don't know, like when, you know, uh, the, you know, Chris Farley, that is correct, (laughs) you know, moments (laughs) or stuff or something. So anyways, I'm going to give this movie a, uh, I'm going to give it a two. I think, it's, I think it's a good two. Down the barrel, down the middle. Respectable. It is a, uh, that is the Mean Streets score right there, a two. Two out of four. Yeah, I, you know, I I respect this movie for what it is. I think there's, um, I, I like what you said about the, uh, the, the whole, the auda- laughing at the audacity of what, of what you're watching more than the, the movie itself. I, I kind of had that experience too. Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of just like found myself laughing every once in a while just at the idea of the movie and like the fact that just watching it chronologically, like we've, we've gotten in this podcast to this point of, of a Sandler movie where it's just like so psychotic. And I really think that this might be like the most insane Sandler movie we're, we're, we're going to get in, in mm-hmm. a lot of ways. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I kind of like feel the same way with like, uh, you know, like a, a comedy action movie or something where this third act is just like, they're mixing in all these cameos and special effects and things. And there's a lot of gags, but it's just like a little bit overkill for me. Right. Um, I really like my favorite stuff is like Mr. Beefy. Yeah. And, and Todd and like those two idiots that are like fans of Nick. I like Nikki interacting with real people. Um, I like that stuff more than like just the crazy psychotic, like scenes in hell and, all that stuff, but I don't know. I think two out of four is is good, and I, I I give it a very you know. I lovingly give this movie a two out of four. I think it's I think it has its place in the Sandler universe. Mm-hmm. Oh, and definitely. It's yeah. just it's just insane. Uh, so yeah. So next week we are back to the Scorsese Reno, and what comes after King of Comedy? Is it After Hours? Uh yeah, it's after hours. That right. is correct. Nice. <laughs> nice. Oh, I thought I had it queued up. Good.
Is iTunes gonna like ban our podcast for playing filters awake on probably, my but maybe not seconds? because I cannot even hear it on my end at all. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, <laughs> well, in case nobody heard that, uh, <laughs> I did just play the filters. Uh, Wake on my airplane or whatever that movie's called. Yeah, so we have After Hours next. Um, so that'll be fun. One of my all-time favorite films. And we get some Catherine O'Hara. Mm-hmm. Ooh, that's going to be a fun time. Uh, Jeremy, anything you want to plug? <clears throat> nah. Norma? I'll see you in my dreams. Mm-hmm.